0: Welcome back to the Not Just a Bikini Girl podcast. This is your host, Jasmine Jeffrey. And today we are going to be talking about post-show, reverse dieting, transitioning into off-season, whatever you want to call it or wherever you kind of hear. I basically want to go through the options that you have. It doesn't matter whether you are a first-timer listening to this or whether you've been going for a while and you're quite an experienced competitor. I really want people to understand all the options as a first timer of what is available when you're coming out of that contest prep stage and moving into the off season and what the options are but if you are an experienced competitor or have done your first competing season second competing season I really want you to reflect on what you've done previously and kind of, kind of review it assess it and kind of look and see was you know going forward is that going to be the same strategy? Was there pros and cons to it? And I just want to start off like initially that I am not a nutritionist. I'm not a GP. I'm not a psychiatrist. So this is me talking from my own experiences. If you have any issues, then obviously go and consult your doctor. But there are so many ways to do this post-show reverse transitioning to off-season. And I think It can be quite a difficult time because there's a lot of different opinions, there's a lot of things going on and there's also a lot of things going on behind the scenes that people aren't telling you about. So I kind of want to go through the pros and cons to every single way there is to do it and then it's kind of for you to decide, right, this is going to be the best thing for me potentially or that's probably not going to be the best thing for me but it's good to know just in case certain things go up. But the main thing I want to stress before I even go into the real details is there are times when different methods will work for you and when others won't and where you're at in your life determines the option or the method that you are going to be taking I've found this from personal experience I've had post-show experiences where it's been a breeze it's been great I have had other post-show experiences where it's not been So great. And I've had to take a completely different approach and really look at the long term. So every single choice you make with post-show, it's all about what aligns best with you, your priorities, your values, and the way you kind of want to go into your off-season. And I think what is difficult sometimes is when there are certain coaches, which just like generally, there's like kind of different camps that everyone seems to feel like you've got... To, yeah, I'm in X camp, I'm in Y camp. And it's just like, it can be quite overwhelming because you feel like you kind of have to choose in a way. And then you feel like the choice that you're making, people might judge you and all that sort of stuff. But that isn't the time. There is no time to do that right now. It is the most important thing that you are making the right decision for you. And if it means changing coach that might have to be the case or it might be just communicating with your coach explain to them these are the reasons why i really want to do it this way blah 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 so first sort of option you've got is what you or what i call personally the slow reverse reverse dieting so that is when basically you are slowly reversing your calories and pushing your calories back up so straight after the show maybe I don't know some people some people only add like 10 grams of carbs some people might add 50 grams of carbs but basically you are slowly reversing out of your show and the main thing to kind of point out is most of the time when you're slowly reversing out of a show you still might be losing weight I see that occasionally where people saying oh reverse dieting is going amazing I've lost weight and it's like well you're still actually in a deficit like yes your deficit might not be as big but you're still going to be in a deficit so Pros and cons, if you're in a really good place mentally with foods and you do want to have you know, a slow reverse coming out, maybe you've got a couple of photo shoots that you still want to be lean for, or there's something that means that you have to still be relatively lean, a slow reverse might be the way to do it. If you haven't got any food focus and maybe energy in the gym, training hasn't been like impacting too much. It works when you're in a good place with hormones and health and mental health, and food focus, and relationship with food, it can work fine. Where it doesn't work as good is, I'm not saying every single person, but there is the occasion where people will slowly reverse as a way to try and hold on to their leanness, because they're not really ready to let go of it yet. And that's kind of when you have to be really honest with yourself and think, am I doing this for the right reasons? And do I feel comfortable with this? Or am I actually doing this to hide another issue um that i'm not saying that's everyone but that is occasionally what i've personally not myself but other people have expressed the reasons for doing the slow reverse is because they were struggling to let go of that stage leanness also as well there might be a lot a few coaches that will want to do a slow reverse and you know it's kind of your call to be honest with you if you don't feel like you're in a good place with food so like food focus high, hunger might be really, really high. The reverse might be really, really bad. <laughs> like it might feel terrible. It might just feel like you're not really recovering well. Um, and it's kind of slowing down your ability to get back into like, you know, quote unquote, normal weight, normal routine, normal life. So yeah, there's pros and cons to both. I don't tend to see as many people do that these days. If I see it anywhere, it's I don't know why. I tend to see it a lot in like the American competitors. They seem to do quite a few slow reverses. But I say, if you are really struggling with adherence, a slow reverse isn't going to potentially be the best thing for you. Just be aware that if you are slowly reversing out and you are losing weight, you are most likely still in a deficit. So next one, straight into maintenance calories so i don't know why i had this in my head whenever i used to think oh well straight into maintenance means you're gaining weight and joe's like no you're maintaining weight i went oh yeah <laughs> don't know why i had that weird thing in my head but going straight into maintenance it could be potentially that you've done diet breaks over the course of the contest prep, like Joe that you've been on i've done that a lot this year where i kind of bumped my food up to maintenance for like a week and it's kind of like helps reset, washes off fatigue, and then you go again. You're not going to nail it 100%, I find. Not all the time anyway. Like, your coach is going to guess where your maintenance is at that point. It might be keeping your cardio in, but then just increasing food. It might be a, sl- a, you know, a slight increase in food and then a slight decrease in cardio, just to kind of like buffer it out. But it's a good, it's a good baseline to start from if, as I say... If food focus is low, if adherence is still good, and you know, recovery-wise, you're starting to feel like you're coming out of the other side of prep. It works pretty well. But again, if you're in the right mindset to keep in maintenance, if you're able, you know, if your hunger signals like they potentially might be there still, but they might be manageable. And again, if you've got like maybe like a photo shoot, you want to stay like relatively lean for, but obviously photo shoots, you don't need to be as stage lean, then you know going straight into maintenance might be best for you but if recovery is really really bad keeping it maintenance might again might not be the best thing depending on what your priorities are at the time and where you're again where your values lie um and there's no right or wrong with anything with pro show i really want to stress that there is no right or wrong way to do your post show it is honestly down to you and no one don't care what your coach says you have to be you have to have a kind of proactive involvement with this I think it's really really crucial because I think I made that mistake previously where just like a simple setup of my nutrition really like just didn't work for me completely threw me off and it's changed completely the way I do things now like the first thing I said to Joe when I got into sorry I'm rumbling but it makes sense it it still flows (laughs) Um, and it's still really useful like to know this potentially if someone's having the same sort of like difficulty so back in 2018 i used to have rest day food and non rest day food and training day food Uh, my rest days were like no carbs my training day i had carbs but all my carbs were literally like in this one little tiny window and looking back it was not long term the habits and the food focus that got driven around that wasn't good because I used to dread my rest days. And this can happen sometimes, like you kind of won't take a rest day just because you don't actually want to go that low on the food. Like you just it's not case you don't want to not train. You just don't want to actually eat the rest day food. So I said to Joe before I got into this next kind of contest prep and whatever, and even generally I just said, look, I don't want rest day food. I don't want training day food. I know it's gonna be potentially lower calories across the week, but it helps me baseline a lot better because what I found was just having like heavy carbs just post workout, I would literally like be sitting there and it was just like it. It did feel like in a. I don't want to say binge, but I can't think of any other word. But I was literally waiting for post workout the whole time, and I remember like training feeling so hungry, and all I could think about was doing the training session just to get the carbs. So yeah, I feel like I've completely gone off a tangent, but I feel like it was on my brain, and I feel like it's really important to note. Whether you're doing a slow reverse, maintenance, surplus, etc, etc, in your prep, potentially doing a rest day food and train day food might have worked well for you. If adherence is something that is potentially proving a bit more difficult in the post-show, I would personally encourage you to consider doing the same food, regardless of if you're training or not. Is it optimal? I don't care. It's more about your long-term relationship with food and how it makes you feel like the the thought of resto food actually gives me anxiety <laughs> and I would much rather have things a bit more baseline um and it works really really, really well for me so I hope I say I know that's a tangent but I do hope that in itself helps you because for me post-show if I had to go regardless of if it was a slow reverse or maintenance or surplus or whatever it was if I would have had to go into resto food I'd literally would be dreading rest day and I probably wouldn't be taking the day off which obviously then doesn't help recovery etc etc so this is when yes rest day food you know that sort of stuff like moving your carbs to training yes it might be optimal but it might not be optimal in other ways depending on how you're feeling so next one uh straight into a surplus this could be a little surplus this could be a bigger surplus It all depends. For me, I think it's like the two main reasons why I would be going straight into a surplus personally would be if recovery is so bad, you feel like absolute death. (laughs) Because at the end of the day, the quicker you can get your calories up, your body fat on, the quicker you're going to recover. You know, some of you might have lost your period. The quicker you get out of a deficit and into a surplus is the, is, you know, it's a fast track to getting that back and getting your general mojo back as well. Um, strength in the gym, it's all, all those sort of things, especially if you have got, comp- if you have got particularly conditioned, you know, it's not just bikini. You could be a really, really conditioned figure competitor, wellness competitor, bodybuilder. And, you know, to stay that lean, we all know ain't great, ain't fun. It also isn't healthy. So going straight into a surplus might sound a bit like, oh God, that sounds quite extreme. It sometimes isn't. Like for example, my 2018 prep, I was like crazy lean, like beyond lean. And it was so important I went straight into a surplus because hormonally I was an absolute wreck, (laughs) both mentally in terms of hormones and like physically, if that makes any sense at all. So yeah, it kind of depends. Like if you've got really, really, really lean um, and really reconditioned really then obviously going straight into a surplus it means you're going to be able to get out of the prep rut a lot faster and say so if you lost your period as well all of that stuff it sounds scary but it can just be a small surplus like it doesn't have to be anything crazy but another reason why you would want to consider a surplus is if you can't adhere to the plan that you've been given where you're maybe on maintenance calories or you're on a slow reverse and it's just not working like you're not able to stick to it it's making food focus really high you know you might not actually be following it fully especially if you're kind of having you know periods where you're going out for food or you're eating a bit more here eating a bit more there You might be finding that actually when you go into this surplus, you might end up finding it's kind of your maintenance now, if that makes sense. Because sometimes what tries, what tends to happen is you try and maintain, try and maintain, you try and hit your maintenance food. Don't, you're kind of hitting it, but then you're having a snack here, you're having this, you're having that. And then feeling guilty for it. When actually if you would just kind of push your food up higher to accommodate that food, you'd feel mentally better. You won't feel the guilt. And also, it won't actually probably be that. You might be eating less when you actually do that, if that makes sense. Like, I know occasionally where I've gone and gone, I've kind of gone, right, I don't want that chocolate bar. How much is the chocolate bar? Like, 200 calories or something? Right, I'm going to bowl of oats instead. Bowl of oats are probably more calories than the chocolate bar, but the oats haven't quenched that craving I've had or anything like that. And I've ended up eating the chocolate bar anyway. So I was like, well, I might as well just have had... It kind of honoured my hunger <laughs> because now I've, eat, I've eaten even more in a, in a surplus But if I actually would have just listened to my body and gone actually like it's absolutely fine for me to have that chocolate bar it wouldn't have been that high as a surplus if that makes sense so yeah the main things is going to be the recovery aspect it is going to be adherence it is going to be if the food focus is high obviously being in a surplus will accommodate those things oh, I don't want to say it's a con but it's something to be aware of you know if you are eating more into a surplus obviously the weight is going to go up you know the, the lines are going to start to fade and from like a body image body relationship point of view you know it might be quite it might be a bit like alarming a bit like if a shock or something to get used to mentally seeing yourself a little bit heavier but we all know it's part of the process um you might also find as well i would say any kind of route you go down a lot of us would have eaten food the day after we might have had a day off or a couple of days off so you're gonna have a lot of like water sodium car it's all gonna be flying around your body right so you are gonna be holding on to a lot more and looking a little bit more like watery oh my god i can't tell you how much like for me i water loaded my last show right I literally look like a puffer fish. Like, I respond really well to water loaded, But when I respond well, it swings the other way. And I had full-on, like, edema where, like, I had, like, a massive weird dent in my leg. And I was like, what the hell? Like, full-on massive dent. And I must have, like, just been, like, leaning on something. And then I was wearing, like, not even excessively tight um, tracksy bottoms. I had a full-on massive line indent from where, like, my trouser line was. And I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> so... You know, either route you go down, you are gonna be having you got are gonna be holding on to a lot more water, fluid, sodium, carbs, etc. And food generally, yeah. So if you are going into a surplus, obviously that might be heightened a little bit more, but with every, any single route you kind of go down, and what I've definitely learned is like you have what you will tend to do is look at your body every single day for the changes of you know coming out the other side oh that I can see this is coming back maybe that pocket of out or that pocket of like water or fats coming back blah 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 blah. but it will all start to settle down you've just got the consistency is the main thing I would say if you're gonna stick to a slow reverse stick to a slow reverse if you want to do maintenance go to maintenance if you like whatever route you go down you know make sure it's the right decision for you And then go with it. Because you'll find in the long run. Like if you give yourself a week. Instead of worrying over every single day things. If you look across the week. Everything starts to settle down. And that's definitely what's happened with me. You know yeah I'm a a lot softer. I'm a couple of kg up. But because I've like stuck to. What I want to do consistently. This time around. Because mentally I feel in a good place. Hormones are still relatively okay. Relative like food focus is. Pretty relatively okay you know i've been able to kind of all the water i can see it starting to kind of flush through now again i feel like i'm rambling <laughs> but yeah slight surplus the recovery aspect is really important here uh, the food focus element's really really important here there is no point trying to slow reverse or stay at maintenance if your food focus isn't is uncontrollable and it's like kind of controlling you it's just not worth it in my opinion if hunger it's really, really out of control and it's really bad. Again, it's not worth being in a maintenance. It, it's not worth being in a slow reverse. You have to get into a surplus because the quicker you can get into a surplus, the quicker that all your hunger hormones are going to settle. Trust me. <laughs> 2018, I tried to slow reverse and I was just not there. Food focus was awful my stress i can't say how stressed i was with personal stuff going on at the time which then contributed because for me whenever i get stressed like you know some people don't get hungry i'm the opposite i get super super hungry so you know my food focus was really high my hormones were all over the place i was really really lean i would say at least a stone i don't gkg guys i'm so sorry um at least a stone heavier than what i am now so obviously hormonally that would have had a lot different elements whereas this time I've still gotten lean but not as lean so it's meant that like I haven't gone to that place now where my hormones and my food focus is really 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 high but yeah it's not worth trying to stick to something when it's just not working because what can happen is you're trying to stick to this plan right that your coach has given you you're really trying but it's like you do you know that analogy where it's like they've got like an elephant, a fish, a cat and a giraffe and they all tell them to like climb up the tree. Well, you're not giving everyone a fair game because they're not all of them can climb up that tree because they're not built for it. And it's kind of the same thing with like post-show in the sense that like you can give everyone the same plan, but it's not going to work for every single person. Like and also one year you might be great everything's fine the prep's been different you're in a different you know situation and it might be great you might have other post-show experiences maybe potentially right now where it's not going well yeah it happens I've been there I had to do the whole all-in process because I decided it's not worth me trying to stay lean it's not worth me trying to stay in the maintenance when I could feel myself like going down a path where I didn't feel like it was going to be good for me long term. It wasn't going to be good for me long term in terms of a relationship with food aspect, food focus. I felt myself going to like a binge restrict. I saw those signs. And I thought, well, I've got two options here. I can either try and stick to this diet, which has actually caused me a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety, really perpetuating this food focus, which then is you know, leading to binge restrict episodes or I can go do you know what I need to honor my hunger levels and just understand that sometimes it's not always going to work out the way you want it to like obviously everyone I would say the ideal world wants a potentially slow reverse no food focus blah 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 but that's not the reality guys it's not always going to happen like that so it's really trying to understand right where am I at right now how's the food focus, how's recovery, how's the hormones, is my period gone, and kind of prioritise, I think, right, values-wise, could I, can I realistically stick to X diet, if it's yes, roll with it, but if it's yes, and you're thinking, oh, actually, I don't think this is working, or actually, this is not making my food focus go away, or this isn't work. like, my hunger is really high on rest day food, like, switch it up, it's not worth trying to, like, stick to the prep way when this is a different phase this is a different transition and sometimes sometimes this requires a different approach and a different kind of part of you to come out and I guess I'm more like a lifestyle sort of way and again I'm not I'm not a nutritionist right I'm not a coach and I wouldn't even class myself as a bodybuilder half the time but that's personally the way that I feel like works for me And I think if I would have tried to stay in the corner of doing certain things that other coaches do or other people do, like I know there's the you know the thing about staying a certain amount of pounds up from your stage weight. I think personally, I think that's very that's already kind of setting some you know terms and causing anxieties that then make things worse with the food and with the training, with the motivation to do it all. Like, does that make sense? So. You might have been going into your prep doing a meal plan and it might have worked great. Potentially, you might need a bit more flexibility now, which is great. You might need to switch into macros, or it might go a complete other way. You might be able to do macros the whole prep. I think actually, I think uh, maybe a bit too much food choice right now. I need to kind of really nail it down. You might want to do a mixture. I am such a mixture constantly. I switch all the time, I can't even tell you. Like the past seven days. I have done meal plan, macro, mixture, intuitive. I've done it all. But because I feel confident enough to go, do you know what? This day requires a different approach and that's cool. And that's the way I'm going to tackle this day. Same thing with, trying to think. I always go back to boxing, but it's so true. Like you've got to think about if things are coming at you, you're not going to use the same left hook every single time because it's not going to work. You're going to fall flat on your face. Sometimes it's cool. And it's fine to change things around. I always feel a bit like, oh, so probably a coach is going to tell them something different. But that's just the way I personally, this is my own opinion. And, you know, it's cool if people disagree or agree. Like, it's all down to yourself, okay? But don't feel the pressure to feel like you have to stick to meal plan. You have to stick to macros. Like, I personally don't understand why a coach, if they don't already give you, like, both. Because sometimes life is going to happen. And I think... When you're in this, like, sort of phase, anything can kind of really throw you off and kind of push you into that fuck it mentality because you get so stressed. Whereas sometimes, if you just go, do you know what, I've meal planned four out of five meals. One of them has gone off or one of them I just don't want to do or one of them I've been invited out for a meal. And it's fine to just do a little mini macro meal or a little, even a mini intuitive one. Guys, you know what? So ask for chicken and the bread i'm not gonna ask the chips i'm gonna put the salad on the side and boom that will do and not overthink it and not go oh like am i a bad person do i not want it bad enough am i not serious enough no it's just fine it's just life and it's just a normal thing do you know what i mean i think sometimes we try and be this like so intensive bodybuilder and it being a bodybuilder is so amazing but i feel like sometimes there is that other side where it's like actually (laughs) Normal Jasmine needs to come into this now. Normal Jasmine needs to help out in this situation because bodybuilder Jasmine is not going to (laughs) help. It's going to make Jasmine more stressed. It's going to make Jasmine feel like a failure. It's going to make Jasmine feel like, you know, the fuck it mentality or what's the point. When actually, I've still done 95% and that's still really, really good. So yeah, that's kind of all the different options, I would say, that are available. And as hopefully I've proven... There are a million and one ways to do everything, okay? Every single post show for me has been completely different. Um, it's only been a week and a half so far. And I can tell you now, I have done a mixture of everything. I have done macros. I have done meal plan. I've done a mixture. I've then ended up just not tracking a day. But I've been really, really caught, like conscious of the bad experiences I've had in the past. And... I realised that I stressed over so many little things that actually weren't worth stressing over and then made me really food-focused and just made me do the whole fuck-it mentality, which didn't actually help. When I just kind of calmed down, acted like a normal person would, <laughs> like, what would normal Jasmine do? Not this weird, crazy prep Jasmine. Like, what would normal Jasmine do in this situation? I've been able to kind of relax, enjoy it, and I think as well, being completely honest, I think doing a diet last year where I didn't get staging, I didn't go into competing and I kind of looked at myself and gone, do you know what? I really like myself as I look here, as I look there and I could appreciate my body for that position it was, wherever, how many weeks out it would have been, if that makes sense. I don't know. I feel like at the moment I'm just looking in the mirror and going, yep, cellulite's there. Yep. That's cool. It's not got away. That's fine. And just kind of trying to be a bit more accepting that your body isn't going to look a certain way all the time. And instead of trying to resist it, just going with the flow actually reduces your stress and reduces a lot of water weight, but also helps your mind as well. I feel like that's really, really important. But if anyone, I ha- I hope this episode has been interesting for regardless of whatever stage you're at and you're listening to this, but just know that you are never, ever alone with it. And, you know whatever you're going through please be assured that there is someone else out there that is in the same boat so don't feel like you can't talk to anyone even if you want to drop me an email obviously everything is always confidential with me but sometimes it's good just to get it out like just get it out to someone because sometimes you don't want to talk to your teammate or talk to your friend or talk to your coach or talk to your mum you just want to talk to someone completely external so yeah I hope that does round up things nicely Um, I'm hopefully going to do a couple more post show things just because I feel like it's just you know something I feel very passionately about but yeah I'll see you guys next episode and as always any topics anything particularly you want me to go into feel free to drop us an email at hello at notjustabikinigood.com